Welcome to Sully Sets, musings on sales and life. I'm your host, Rick Sully, and I've spent the past 25 years in the greatest profession in the world, sales. And the number one goal on my podcast is to teach you everything I've learned. I give you the tips, tools, and techniques necessary to excel in sales, network marketing, and most importantly, in life. So listen, learn, and enjoy the journey. Hey everybody, Rick Sully here with another exciting episode of the Sully Says Podcast. Uh, It's great to be back with you. I will tell you it's a very special day in the Sully house as my youngest daughter Morgan is celebrating her 15th birthday, which I cannot even comprehend. It seems like just yesterday I was uh, holding her in the hospital as a baby. So happy birthday, Morgan. You are now officially part of Sully Says Lore. Uh, There's been a lot of talk uh, in the last uh, few weeks regarding the coronavirus. Obviously, it's scary, uh, the uncertainty and and the fear that goes along with that. But I got another bug that's bitten me, and that is the podcast bug. I know it's cheesy, but the fact is, I just can't wait to get back on the air and talk to all of you. So you're going to hear a lot more of Sully Says uh, with a lot more consistency. And the question is why? Like, what's changed? Well, I think it comes down to what I talked about on last episode, which was the concept of practicing gratitude. And I'm just trying to just kind of live in that moment. And when I have something to say, I want to say it. And for better or worse, I do have a lot to say. And I I think it needs to be said because I have a tendency to uh, internalize and compartmentalize a lot. And what that does is it makes me mad and and it frustrates me to no end. And it increases my anxiety, if we're being honest. So it comes down to this. It's really hard to practice gratitude when you're dealing with all these conflicting emotions. So the only viable solution is to manage those emotions through things like exercising, meditating, journaling. Pick your poison. You know, For me, I do a little bit of all of those. But the one thing that I find the most therapeutic is talking. Now, I'm not talking to a professional, mind you. I don't think we need to open that can of worms. But just talking to all of you and speaking my piece, if you will. And I think the Sully Says podcast gives me a perfect vehicle to do that. All right. Well, I think you get my drift. Uh, so let's, uh, let me just make one last comment regarding the, uh, the music. I know I keep focusing on this, but I- I'm so close to locking down a new opening. And I realized they said it would be done for the next episode, but I dropped the ball. I don't want you to blame me. I want you to blame Mother Nature. I was planning on doing it this past Sunday, but a 66-degree day in early March in Pittsburgh means one thing for me, and that's golf. So I won't make any other promises, but please know that I am working diligently to transform my podcast into the 21st century. Today we're going to talk about something that is incredibly important word, concept, trait, whatever you want to call it. And that is character. Character is essentially the mental and moral qualities distinctive to an individual. Now, the Greeks, they translate character as an engraved mark or an imprint on the soul. I mean, how powerful is that visualization of character, an imprint on the soul? So now we have kind of the 
official definition, but you know, what is character really? You know, I believe it to be the, the, the sum of the qualities that defines a person. You know, there's a website out there called The Art of Manliness, and they state that these qualities include things such as intellect, thoughts, ideas, motives, intentions, temperament, judgment, behavior, imagination, perception, emotions, loves, and hates. And William Stratton Bruce wrote that all of these components go to shaping and coloring of a man's character. They all have some part in producing that final type of self, the ultimate habit of will, into which the man's whole activities at last shape themselves. Simple. I've recently had several experiences where I encountered individuals who lacked character. Unfortunately, I didn't realize this fact until it was too late. So I'm going to put all the blame on my shoulders because inherently I try to give people the benefit of the doubt and I always look for the good in them. Now I admittedly am somewhat guarded and I'm slow to let people in, but once you're in, you are in. And that's where the problem lies. Character doesn't necessarily reveal itself until someone faces adversity or difficulties in their life. Then, and only then, will you know what a person is made of. Now, there is a phenomenal quote by Philip Brooks, and he says, character may be manifested in the great moments, but it's made in the small moments. So in my case, I didn't really know some of the people I'm talking about. I didn't know their character. I didn't know how their given traits or qualities would respond to events, situations, or circumstances in life and at work. And I know all of you have been in situations like this as well. So I've set out to set the record straight on character, to help all of you avoid mistakes that I've made in the past, and to make sure you surround yourself with people of the utmost character. This pertains to spouses, partners, friends, and of course, employees. Now I'm going to give you some insights to help determine a person's character sooner rather than later. Because that's the key, isn't it? You know, it's especially important in this day and age to get a sense of a person's character as soon as possible. You think about online dating. Well, I, fortunately, I, I never had to go through this. But I know a lot of you do. And that's great. I know I would be if I was in that position. But the fact is, you do a swipe, a few texts, then you're on a date. That doesn't give you a whole lot to go on, does it? How about hiring employees? You have a few hours to determine if the person sitting across from you has what it takes to be part of your organization. You're going to be investing thousands of dollars and countless hours in their success. So if you miss a red flag, it can have immediate and long-term effects on the health of your company. This is especially true in the profession of sales. Why is that? Well, a lot salespeople are constantly placed in challenging positions that are wrought with moral dilemmas. Uh, there's stress, anxiety, and pressure every day, internal pressure and external pressure from a boss. Uh, and the more often a person feels these external stressors, the quicker they will reveal what they are made of. Now, I'm going to tell you, there is no shortage of articles out there discussing character. As a matter of fact, I could probably have put together a list for you of 12 to 15 traits, but I decided to settle on six. 
Why did I pick six? Because these six are the most important to me personally. Uh, and I like to think that I have a lot of these characteristics myself. Uh, and I think what we do as human beings is we have a tendency to look to others in some of the same characteristics that we possess. The first one is integrity. This is the heart of any person with good character. Integrity shows the difference between right and wrong. And people with integrity will do the right thing no matter how tough that thing may be. They are also their authentic self. They don't pretend to be something or someone they are not. And finally, they deliver on promises and exceed what is expected of them. Next would be loyalty. Now, this one is huge for me. Okay, I want people to be able to count on me and know that I will always have their back. And I expect the same from others. I have a good friend of mine, George Russo, and he always says, is he the guy I'd want in my foxhole if things go down? And that's a good way to look at it. Because I believe loyalty is critical in all areas of life, but especially professionally. Because the strength of a company is based on building a team of loyal individuals who put the company first. And mind you, it's a two-way street. Employees should expect that very same thing from their company. The next survivor or survivor's instinct. Does someone have that survivor's mentality? Do they have the ability to overcome the trials and tribulations of life? These people will never quit no matter what, no matter how tough things get. They understand that adversity is part of life and you don't always get what you want or you deserve. Now the buzzword that's out there right now in a great book by Angela Duckworth uh, is grit. Grit can oftentimes be substituted for that survivor's mentality. And the interesting thing about it is some people instinctively have it, while others don't know they have it until they are in a situation that requires it. And if you go back and listen to my podcast on gratitude, I talked about a gentleman by the name of Kyle Carpenter. And this is an individual who has grit, uh, who has that mentality of a survivor. And he's someone I absolutely positively would want in my foxhole. Uh, number four is honesty. You've heard all the sayings, the truth shall set you free, lying never pays. Now, even, even a little white lie or a lie of omission will always come back to haunt you. It is always better to speak the truth and face the consequences. But the reality is people usually eschew the truth because they are afraid of the ramifications or they're trying to hide something. In either scenario, it's a recipe for disaster. Because once trust is broken, it takes a long time to fix. And in some cases, it's never fixed. And of all the traits I'm discussing today, honesty is probably the easiest to ascertain when you're communicating with another person. Next is accountability slash self-awareness. Uh, I know I said I was going to list six but I think these two often go hand in hand, at least in my life. Nothing irks me more than someone who lacks self-awareness. When everyone else recognizes something in you, but you can't see it in yourself, that is really troubling. Now that could be good and bad. They may recognize something great in you, but you don't, and it's holding you back from being the person you're capable of. We automatically associate a lack of self-awareness as a negative, but I don't always see it that way. 
And as a result, you often fail to take accountability for yourself or a situation when you lack self-awareness. So it's my belief that a person with good character knows themselves. They know what they do well and where they need to improve. They know what's good about them and what needs work. And they don't mind when someone calls them out. Rather, they look at it as an opportunity to become a better spouse or friend or employee. And the last trait of having character I want to speak about is self-control. And this really comes down to two things. Uh, the ability to make good decisions and how we react to other people in situations. See, a person with strong character exercises self-control when it comes to making decisions. Now, those can include avoiding doing something bad for you, like maybe smoking or gambling, whatever that may be. But it can also be applied to positives, like having the self-control to eat healthy and to work out on a regular basis. But furthermore, a person with self-control doesn't allow other people or situations to make them angry. They think before they act and speak. As a result, they are seldom involved in conflict. And this leads to a respect and trust with other people. All right, so there you have it. Another episode of the Sully Says podcast is in the books. I'm going to tell you, this was one of my favorites because it was so timely and, and really therapeutic. Now, I can never go back in time and fix the mistakes that were made. None of us can. But I can absolutely learn from my mistakes to ensure that I'm surrounding myself with people of strong character. So my challenge going forward is to ask tough questions to make honest and fair assessments of people. And then walking away from someone who doesn't check the boxes above, even though you seemingly like everything else about them. And I challenge you to do the same in your daily life. So I hope you all enjoyed listening to this episode of the Sully Says Podcast as much as I liked recording it. Please don't ever, ever, ever hesitate to shoot me an email at sullysays at gmail.com with your thoughts good or bad, as well as any ideas for future podcasts. And I also want to let you know that I'm very close to having my first guest ever. I just need to figure out who that person is going to be and also how to actually do it. So once I do, I will let you know because I think it'll be uh, transformational uh, for the history of the Sully Says Podcast. So until next time, keep practicing gratitude and be sure to surround yourself with people of character. If you do those two things, you'll enjoy the ride a whole lot more.